Welcome back to the Encounter Radio Show with Bill Reeser on 99.1 FM, life-changing radio, WJMM. I'm so blessed to be on the air on this Monday morning. Uh, As always, if you have any requests, any prayer requests, anything that you want to send my way that I can pray for you, please email me at bill at thehopeencounter.org or go to our website to find more information about the Ministry of Encounter, thehopeencounter.org. And if you were listening on this station every day last week or heard any of the Encounter radio shows, we were talking about the seventh year anniversary of Encounter, and we were doing a fundraiser, uh, and we're trying to raise money for the end of the year to help support the Ministry of Encounter so we can do a lot of things. Uh, beyond the walls of where I run Encounter at Church of the Savior, which Church of the Savior takes great care of Bill Reeser and the ministry of Encounter. And even outside the walls of, of, of that church, they help us out in so many different ways, and I'm grateful for that relationship. But if we want to grow the ministry, uh, it is a nonprofit organization, a tax-exempt organization. If you, uh, if you want to support us financially, you can make a... Uh, a tax-deductible donation uh, to Encounter, and we're looking for people to partner with us. We're looking for people to partner with us so that we can get our books distributed, so that we can do conferences, so we can do training uh, for organizations and churches around the country to help them bridge the gap between grace, truth, discipleship, recovery, uh, and help people find freedom because the mindset is that you have to separate one for the other, and somehow it's just really hard for churches and organizations to to do that, but we feel that God's given us a great vision and curriculum uh, that we take people through, and I've seen so many satisfied customers that are walking in freedom that are getting deeply discipled by getting in God's Word, praying, hearing the voice of God, having the Holy Spirit reveal and rip out the root issues of their lives, and being transformed by the power of God. It's nothing magical. It's nothing mystical. It's just really practical. It's just following God's blueprint and Jesus' invitation to really surrender it all and follow him. And he invites us into one pathway and one one pathway only, and that's a life of discipleship. And he combines all grace, truth, recovery, and discipleship together. And as I mentioned on on, uh, the shows last week, I've been a part of recovery ministries that typically are not good at discipleship. And for the church, typically churches that focus on discipleship are not good at recovery because they don't know what to do with broken people. And there's this mindset that you have to have one over the other, and and you really don't. So we created the ministry of of Encounter. Uh, Actually, I was part of a ministry called Celebrate Recovery for over a decade, and it's a good ministry. It's a great ministry that brings biblical clarity to the steps. But what, what the ministry didn't have was discipleship. It didn't teach you how to pray. It didn't teach you your identity in Christ. It didn't teach anything about the finished work of Christ so you can live the crucified life of Christ. It didn't teach about the Holy Spirit and how you can tap into the power of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is everything. That's the key to recovery. That's the key to transformation. That's the key to lasting change is to tap into that power, the counselor, the power, resurrection power, the same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead uh, that's available for us, that lives inside of us, uh, that Jesus said we can do the same things that he did, but even greater. And so uh, I don't know why recovery ministries tend to shy away from the power 
of the Holy Spirit, because really that's the answer to recovery. As the Apostle Paul said in Ephesians 5.18, don't be drunk with wine, don't be stoned on this. You could add so much stuff to that, uh, but he gives the answer. But be filled with the Holy Spirit. And so being filled with the Holy Spirit was something that Recovery Ministries and that ministry that I was talking about uh, never taught about. Didn't teach people how to pray. Didn't teach people how to do warfare. Didn't teach people how to fight the spiritual battles in their lives. It didn't teach people how to pray the promises of God. Didn't teach people how to pray when they get in trouble, how to pray to overcome temptation, how to pray uh, when you get, how to pray to just simply dispatch angels and do battle in the heavenlies, how to pray as a kingdom representative, binding and loosing, whatever we bind and loose on earth will be will be bound and loosed in heaven. In other words, pray for what heaven has for us. And so there's just a lot of principles that weren't taught that I infused into that ministry. And then all the stuff that I was discipled at, uh, and when I started the, uh, the ministry of Encounter seven years ago, we infused all those principles into it. And it's been a wonderful uh, ride. Uh, and for seven years, we've never done a single fundraiser uh, up until now. And now we're asking people to support us. Now we're asking people to come alongside of us so we can get this message of freedom where broken and hurting people can overcome life's adversities so they can discover the free, devoted life to Jesus Christ. We have a service that meets every Friday night at 530. Uh, we have a Bible study, a curriculum that we've written that simply takes people through what we call 12 Anchors of Hope, teaching them uh, to step out of denial, uh, to stop giving into the lies, Uh that have put each and every one of us that have walked on this planet uh, a handicapped position uh, by playing God, by believing any of all of the lies that the devil presented to Eve. Did God really say, I won't kill you, you could be just like God and you can know right from wrong. And if we've given to any one of those lies, we've played God instead of submitting to God. And so we got to get out of denial. We got to make the decision to get well. We got to build our life on a foundation of faith, hope, and love. So we teach a lot about faith. We teach people a lot of what faith means because whatever we don't do by faith, the Bible says, is a sin. And it's impossible to please God without faith. And if you have faith, you'll have hope. And we want to give people a foundation of hope. And if you got faith and hope, then it'll be easier to receive and fathom the love that God has for us. And that's, that's just, that's the key to everything is realizing that God loves us, how to love him back the way he wants to be loved back, how to love ourselves the way God wants us to love ourselves and love others the way God wants us to love other people. So we build, we help people build a foundation of faith, hope, and love, which, by the way, are going to be the things that outlast us because everything's going to pass away, but those things will remain according to Scripture. And then the next anchor of hope is we help people trust in the finished work of Christ, not just surrender their lives to the love of Christ uh, and becoming a Christian. We, we encourage people to, to look at all that Jesus has done for them so that they can live the crucified life of Jesus Christ, uh, having a, a, an attitude of gratitude for all that he's done for us so that we can die to ourselves give God our entire lives where we don't have a right to our future anymore. It's all in the hands of God. And we live a grateful life, loving him back out of gratitude for all that he's done for us. It's no longer we who live, no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And so 
That's just the key, key factor. And the next anchor is we teach people about the Holy Spirit. We teach people how to tap into the power of the Holy Spirit, who the person and work of the Holy Spirit is, and how to live a life empowered by the Holy Spirit, how to be guided into truth, how, how to have the words of Scripture come alive to us and have the Lord speak to us through the Word, through the power of the Holy Spirit, who is our best interpreter, our best guide, who can counsel us, who can give us peace. Any miracle that God does for us is going to come through the person and work of the Holy Spirit. So why not teach who the person and work of the Holy Spirit is and and figure out how to tap into that power and live a spirit-filled, spirit-minded, spirit-guided life. And then we teach people about their identity in Christ. Your identity is so, so important. And I think that people even in the church of Jesus Christ, have no idea who they are. Most Christians will spend an entire lifetime trying to become somebody they already are when they can know who they are in Christ. And so identity is huge. And if you don't know your identity in Christ, you'll never know what your purpose is. You'll never know what your destiny is. Uh, and so, so many, so many people are walking around. They have no idea who they are. But God calls us somebody different than who we call ourselves. We're, we're loved. We're, we're forgiven. Uh, we're accepted, secure, significant. So we got to know our identity in Christ. And then the, the next anchor of hope that we take them on is uh, we help them embrace this pathway of discipleship because Jesus put it this way. He said, if, if you abide in my words, you truly are my disciples, then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Notice how Jesus combines four things all together, grace, truth, recovery, and discipleship all together in one invitation. And that's what he does. He doesn't compromise. He doesn't say you have to do this. He doesn't say you get cleaned up before you grow up. He says, no, just, just come, come and see, follow me and go and tell. That's the whole model uh, of leadership that Jesus Christ died for that he invites us into. And it's an invitation to discipleship, being transformed by the renewing of our minds each and every day. And so the other thing that we want to do is put people in a position where they close their accounts with other people so they'll have the power. Uh, so they'll have the power to just pray for the mountains in their lives. Uh, and so... Or, because if they don't close their accounts, if there's one ounce of unforgiveness, then they forfeit the peace of God and the power of God in their lives. The other thing that we help people do is we help them get in a position, uh, again, by, through prayer, into the Word of God, hear the voice of God, and have the Holy Spirit reveal and rip out the root issues of their lives and be transformed by the power of God. I mean, it's real simple. It's just getting in God's Word and asking God, what are you saying in your Word? What are you saying to me? And how do you want me to live this out and show me the areas of my life that you want to heal, that you want to fix? And, you know, when you ask God to show you, he'll always reveal not the symptoms but the root issues of your life. And then the other thing, the other anchor that we take them to is we help them develop a prayer life so they can grow their relationship with their Father in heaven, which is the purpose of prayer, to grow our relationship with our Father in heaven. And so we teach people how to pray. We teach people how to pray the word of God. We teach people how to pray the promises of God. We teach people how to, how to pray when, to overcome temptation. We teach people how to, then we move into a level of praying of not just growing our relationship with the Father, but a level of strategic praying where we teach people how to overcome temptation. We teach people how to pull down their own strongholds. We teach people how to speak to the mountains of, 
in their lives so they can be removed in Jesus' name. We teach people how to pray so they can overcome the giants in their lives and walk around with the, with the head cut off of the giant that tried to that tried to take them out so that they because at the end of the day the only people according to scripture when you when you look at the the, the bible and how it ends in the book of revelation the only people who are going to inherit the kingdom of heaven are overcomers so why not practice being the overcomer that jesus christ died for uh by learning how to pray and learning how to be a victor not a victim and we can only do that if we teach people how to pray in power and teach people how to pray the word and teach people how to pray uh, the promises of God that pertain to their lives so that they can walk in victory and and the last anchor is we help people find their calling by giving away everything that God gives them if God gives them wisdom we tell them to give it give it away and God will replenish it a, a hundredfold pressed down shaken uh, just just it's amazing that whatever God gives us, whether it be our finances, whether it be his love for us, whether it be his grace to us, whether it be his mercy towards us, the more we give it out, the more he gives it back and replenishes us. And that's sort of the, the model of leadership. And that's sort of the pathway uh, in sort of Bill Reese's words, not specific anchors of hope, but just what we take people through. So if you're listening to the Encounter Radio Show, I just spent an entire episode uh, picking up where I left off, and that'll be all I have to say about it for a while because I want to transition transition the rest of the shows this week uh, to sharing my testimony, talking about Christmas, and all that good stuff. But if you're listening to the Encounter Radio Show and you want to support us, uh, we're looking for people who are going to pray about helping us share the gospel, helping people, uh, helping recovery organizations uh, with a curriculum that can transform the lives. Uh, we're looking to find grant writers. We're looking uh, for so much help financially. Email me at bill at thehopeencounter.org or go to our website, thehopeencounter.org, and you can find more ways of how you can support and give to the ministry of Encounter. I'm so grateful that you tuned in today. I hope you'll tune in tomorrow. I'll see you then. God bless you.